Joan LaRosa Doyle. And uh, we're the Doyles. Yeah. We're we doing are. a little love podcast. Yeah. What do you think? I'm really excited about this. We're live from our studio, uh, which is our basement. Mm-hmm. Like a finished basement, not like a murdery basement. Half finished. Half finished. Half finished. We got a, we got a, a murder half and a, a, a podcast half. When we first moved here, we pretty much just stayed down here. Yeah, we, we didn't just... have any curtains upstairs. That's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, this is our little love advice. Uh, love advice, all things love, because we love each other. And I think we're experts in love because we've been in it for about Almost two years? Two, three, three years? years? Almost three years? Pushing three years? years. So two and a half. We met each other three years ago, and now we're uh, deeply, deeply in love, and we're going to talk about it with all of you. Yeah. Uh, you got anything you want to bring to the table? Um, right at the beginning. Right at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just so excited that today, you know, I I just finished some work, and then you you are all about the podcasting, and I am ready to start. Well, I got to learn how to edit this thing. Yeah, or else we we're sh- never going to have a podcast. Exactly. We should mention this is the editing test podcast, so this might be a little bonus app or uh, just the first episode. Who you knows? Should, you should say hi to me. Uh, future me with headphones on. Hi, future James with headphones on. Fuck Congratulations you. on finding your headphones. I think oh. they might have been in the garage. They're in the garage, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's very confident now. We'll see what future James has to say about well, that. Re- past James saw them there and left them there for future James to grab. So, Ah, uh, yes. it's Headphones are difficult. Now that iPhone changed the, the little adapter thingy, we have different headphones. Yeah. I don't like those little dongles. Dongles. But it is a good word. I'm happy it brought the word dongle into my life. And you know what I'm happy about? What? Some of these current affairs. Ah, current Uh, affairs. This is the segment of our new love show where we talk about couples in the news, whether they're in the news because they raised money for muscular dystrophy or because they uh, fucking killed each other. (laughs) Yeah, couples in the news. Do you want to go first or do you uh, want me to go first? Um, You kind of know the theme of mine, so it's up to you. Let me go first. Okay. This seems pretty extreme. Uh, you know what IVF is? In vitro fertilization? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, I'll just, I won't read the headline. Here we go. The white couple is suing a New Jersey fertility clinic. Uh, oh man, I'm always so bad at reading out loud, you know? Do you want Um, me to read your story? I don't want you to read my fucking story. Okay. I know how to do this. It's okay. You can edit this out. This will be like extra editing practice. Ooh, thanks. To yeah. edit out. Okay, right. let's start Mark over. This one. <laughs> um, the white couple. I'm sorry. They're na- <sighs> so they're a white couple. Yeah, but it's under. It's not the white part is under. <laughs> it's lowercase. 
Okay. It just starts off with saying the white couple. Okay, so we've got we've got a white couple who did in vitro fertilization. For those of you who don't know what IVF is, uh, it's like where, where they, they jam the egg up in the in the baby bun hole. Well, no, they take a like a jar. And yeah. They come in it, and then so a lady has her period into it, <laughs> and then they they swoosh they it around s- like they're making a Nestle Quick. Yeah, and then, uh, Nesquik. Nesquik, Nestle Quick, yeah. <laughs> they shake that around, and then I think the dad has to take a straw and blow bubbles in it for a while. Oh my god! And then, a- and then after that, it's pretty good. It's yeah. smooth sailing yeah. after that. I, I believe it's injecting the baby directly into the the womb, kind of like a beer bong yeah, of baby conception. Um, and uh, Sometimes it's with the the parents' actual bits and pieces, and sometimes it's with donor pieces. Ooh, that's a very good. Uh, okay, so here we go. Good yeah. segue, I guess. Um, I was so. Oh, the white couple is suing a New Jersey fertility clinic, uh, as they told the Post on Wednesday. Uh, they said they didn't know when to what to think when their daughter conceived through IVF developed Asian features. Oh. And the husband at first suspected of his wife cheating on him <gasps> with an Asian guy. That's great. <laughs> well, I mean. You know, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that because she cheated on him. I just think that there's um, a general like uh, desexualization of Asian men in the media. Okay, so I'm yeah, like, but this yeah. This is about their like. Yeah, this is about yeah, their relationship. <laughs> uh, the headline is couple in alleged IVF mix up ordeal had horrific effect on our marriage so uh she's really bummed that she's having an asian baby and he has no idea what the hell is going on but you know like i have i have some asian features you do you have the single eyelid type of Ooh, you setup. can't say that. I can't say that. I'm I sorry. Don't, I don't know if you can I say talked that. to so many people who have double eyelid surgery. I'm like, oh, that's that makes sense. I have two eyelids. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I have four eyelids actually. I know. yeah. Or so, six. What do you think what do you think about that? Uh, I think that it's 2019 and DNA testing exists, so they got to jump in there and oh, yeah. get Why? that baby spit, send it into 23 and me yeah, and yeah, find yeah. out if it's uh 23 and not also only, not only was else? the baby a uh, kind of asian but uh i guess it was pre premature it was premature <laughs> i don't know they mentioned that like that matters <laughs> like that was also <laughs> part of their horrific marriage um, um i think if this is what's tearing them apart they should swing, you know? They should get out there and fuck some other couples. They should. They sh- hey, listen, I don't know what their names are. Uh, Drew? Oh, no, it says Drew and his now ex-wife. <gasps> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. That's, a, that's another one for the Asians. I'm really proud of you guys. Oh, my gosh. So Drew and his now ex-wife, Christina, uh, claimed the Institute for Reproductive Medicine and science at St. Barnabas in 2012 used a stranger sperm. Well, that's a that's the problem. They went to a hospital called St. Barnabas. That's like the the hospital for crazy people in the Marvel universe, right? Uh, <laughs> I think that's Arkham Asylum. Yeah, that's the DC one. I don't know. It just sounds like a fake hospital. St. Barnabas. I'm not going to give birth to no baby in St. Barnabas. Especially Spartacus. St. Bar- Spartacus. Send, Actually, me, you know send me somewhere like Mercy. 
Or Ooh. faith. Broadlawns. Or hope. You're just naming Des Moines hospitals. So are you. No, I started with Mercy. Well, then there you go. And then, yeah. I don't so, know. I don't know. Suck on that. Um, Barnacus, isn't that the name of the dog in Skyrim? There's no way. <laughs> there's no way I would So what do you think? You think they should break up and they did break up? I think... You think they should swing? Why have they DNA tested the kid? Have they DNA tested the kid? I, th- I think what they did was they just fucking looked at it. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. know. I think they had a kid and they looked at it and said, this kid looks kind of Asian. This sucks. And they, sh- they divorced. I think that if you're going to a clinic and using donor sperm, it sounds like they, they well, used donor sperm. I don't sperm. think they wanted to use donor sperm. I think that's why they're mad. They paid $500,000 for this. Oh, Okay, For I mean, I just feel like with the with the sperm donor thing, it's kind of. I don't think they should separate sperm by race. I think it should just be a, you know, finders choosers kind of. What What is your issue on this? I mean, all cum is white, so <laughs> right. let's all just. Right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think a, that they shouldn't be surprised, but now a, that I know that they wanted his sperm specifically, that man's sperm, and he's got a stupid beard. So Ugh, the kid's better off. Yeah. Come on. The kid's much better off. I agree. Yeah. And now, right. now he's got a single mom. So that's, that's where great. that's where I land on that side. All right. Um, so I'm going to bring my uh, current affairs to the table. OK. Um, uh, this one is. Oh, man. It is elderly man charged with murder in death of 85-year-old wife. Oh, yeah. Okay. Henry Evans, 82, has been charged with murder in the death of his 85-year-old wife, Dorothy Cage. They are from Columbus, Ohio. Um, It's not Florida news. (laughs) So let's see. Um, Bond was set at... Here's this. This is crazy. Bond was set at $1 million. Tuesday morning um, for a man accused of killing his 85-year-old wife by hitting her with a wooden table inside their northeast side home. You know, I, I'm really bummed out about this because uh, he could have just waited. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, time will take care of this situation. Exactly. It seems so ridiculous. An 82-year-old murdered an 85-year-old. He's 82? He is 82. He murdered his 85-year-old wife. Probably just wasn't in older chicks. I kind of feel like... <laughs> I kind of feel like if uh, if we make it to 82 and 83 would be our difference. Mm-hmm. Um I think once you're in your 80s, just go for it. I think murder should be legal if you're oh. if we're both past 80 something. So we should hold on to our problems until we're 80 and then like have a fucking yeah. Royal Rumble, a Doyle Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, wait till we're 80 and then just go nuts on each other. Yeah, I think that should be fair. I you mean, should power bomb me. <laughs> I think that'd be good. I'll give you like uh, the problem is any any move. It's like you they suplex each other and they both break their backs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could hold hands in the hospital bed. Uh, yeah, we probably crush each other's hands or something. Probably. Um. Here's here's the other interesting thing here about this. You, you said he should have waited. He should have just waited. Waited for her waited, to die. Yeah. She's 85. Come on. Uh, and her name is uh, Dorothy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Of Dorothy, put yes. her out of her misery, says the 31-year-old Joan. <laughs> <laughs> Old lady names suck. Um, here's the thing. Columbus, Ohio. 
the last line of this article, Cage's death, Dorothy's death, is the city's 84th homicide this year. Hey, all right, Columbus, Ohio. She's 85 years old. She was the 84th homicide. She was almost their golden homicide. Oh, man. He should have waited. Not only should he have waited for her to die, he should have waited for one more murder to happen. Not that long in Columbus, Ohio. I don't think he should have waited. He should have hurried up. He should have killed her when she was 84. Oh, yeah. I guess if that was... Anyways. There's no way to... Almost a golden murder in Columbus, Ohio. Almost. Very exciting. What were their names? Uh, Dorothy Dorothy and... and, uh, Oh, I'm going to guess uh, Leonard. I, I think he had like a normal name. Henry. That's pretty close. Henry's timeless. Lenny's and Henry's are they come from the same tree. They do. Yeah. Dorothy both... and Henry. Dor- and Henry killed Dorothy well, with the hey, table. This one goes out to Dorothy uh from Columbus, Ohio. Uh look, you know, you might you just didn't see that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, hey, you know, oh what? my there's, there's worse ways to die. You could have just Overdose on cat food like most old people, but you you stuck through it until your husband took a table to you. A table to a you. Table to you. I want to know his words though. I want to know his parting goodbye to Dorothy. I hope it was, oh my, how the tables have turned now. Oh, that's nice. But <laughs> and then really, master. Really, you know. like most old eighty-two-year-old men, it was probably the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are black. Oh, well, then, so, I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, that's it for current affairs. It's okay. pretty fun. Yeah. It's a pretty little fun thing. I like it. Every week, we'll bring to the table a uh, sick and sad couple mystery because, you know, love is also about <laughs> gruesome death and sadness. It is. All right. So, uh, let's move on to the next one. This is this is called Love Song of the Week. Ah, and Love Song of of the week we need jingles yeah, yeah but i don't think you gotta do them right now oh we'll figure it out yeah you know you know how to play guitar and Oof. oh we'll get some uh flute oh <laughs> you could do a little flute hey flute is making a comeback now that lizzo is cool i'm like hell yeah she's yeah. like recovering all the damage to flute that american pie and anchorman did oh god you know i have my best friend's mom every time we were at her house she would go. Someone would say, uh, one time, and then she goes, in band camp? Bad and I'm like, camp. ooh, <laughs> you know what the rest of that story is, right? God, I hate It's a it redhead that. sticking a musical instrument into her vagina. Yeah. My friend's mom. It was a really traumatic experience for me when American Pie came out, because I was, like, first chair flautist at a really good band camp, and because I worked hard. Because I was a pie. Because I was a pie. I worked hard to be a good flautist. Yeah, that doesn't. And then everyone's anything. like, still a good I come back and I have six band camps on my resume. I was like first chair for I don't know four or five at UW Platteville. I was doing great, and then all of a sudden people are like, "Nope, that thing that you've worked your whole life on—it's a dildo now." <laughs> I mean, it was a dildo before you said that too. It was. Yeah, it's They're a so dildo. small though. What are flutes? They—they they got no girth. Oh, gross. Yeah. And well, they're hollow. Like I feel like they might cut you up. It's also, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't have a vagina, but I think. I mean, it's not that sensitive. different than a butthole. Okay, well, I never stuck a flute on my ass. I don't know. What well, to neither have I. But I think that would hurt. Yeah, they're not good. And it's got like cork inside. It's absorbent. It's anyways. Hey, that's something me and flutes have in common. <laughs> 
Cork inside? <laughs> I got cork inside. All right. That sounds like a on. killing all the corks. Move on to the next segment. Love here. song love of song. the week. Stop. <laughs> this is love song of the week. This is where we introduce to each other a love song. Uh, Joan, would you like to go first? Um, yeah. Should I just play it? Yeah, uh, yeah. We didn't set up the speaker, but you can edit it in later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. What is it? Well, I'm, I want to play it. It is. A, it's a classic. It's one from our youth. Okay, so the song is <laughs> Shaggy. Uh, yeah. It's Angel by Shaggy. Yeah, but what, what's lovey about it? What's what? What are the memories in your brain? Oh, uh, because Shorty, she's my angel. She's my darling angel. That's like the best love song ever. She thinks that she's, I guess, dead. I don't know. She thinks, okay. So. He thinks that she's dead. No, I'm kidding. Um, she's like an angel in the way that she does good things for him. And then the thing that really gets me is he says, closer than my peeps you are to me. Aww. Closer than my peeps you are to me. He loves her more than he loves his peeps. Yeah. I get that. Peeps. I'm not really I'm not really a big fan of marshmallow. Peeps are an Easter candy also in 8th grade. They were uh that's how you said friends, I guess. Yeah. My peeps, my, my peoples. Peeps. I don't think Shaggy was in 8th grade when he wrote that song. <laughs> oh. Uh I guess 8th grade isn't a static time period yeah, for that's everyone. Where we were when that uh happened. that would have been about uh 2001. Oh. I think this song came out in maybe 2001, 2000? Who knows? So is there, like, a good memory tied to it? What's Why oh. does this uh, fill your heart with love? With love? Um, to be honest, it's kind of the first uh, love song that popped into my head because it's just one of my favorite songs. It's really good. Ah. And uh, I thought it's a nice song about a man singing about how much he loves his woman and how much she stuck with him even when he went to jail. I don't know what he went to jail for, though. Probably being too cool. Shaggy? Yeah. I don't know. I know that his defense wasn't that great. It wasn't me? It, all he kept <laughs> saying was, it wasn't me. I would have pled the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think this is the first um, song that popped in my head because I have been listening to Shaggy songs because I'm writing a bit about him. Okay. Well, so let's hear your love song of the week. If this is like nostalgic and really lovey and like sentimental, I'm going to feel like such a dork because I picked Shaggy. <laughs> well, that's nostalgic to you. Yeah, it's a good song. <laughs> so this song is actually eight minutes and 20 seconds long. All right, let's get ready. Uh, we'll listen to a little bit, but I don't think you're going to get the gist of it in the time that we do this. So here we go. Waldo Jeff is a preacher. It is now mid-August, which meant he had been separated from Marsha for more than two months. Two months, all he had to show with three dog-eared letters and two very expensive long-distance phone calls. Okay, it's like a story? It's a story song. It's by The Velvet Underground. Okay. Is it just, yeah, it's The Velvet Underground, Lou Reed. Uh, it's called The Gift. My dad mm. loved this song. He used to play it for me all the time. And what it's about is a guy named Waldo. And he is in love with a chick. And then she goes off to college or wherever she goes. 
and he misses her terribly. Mm-hmm. So he uh, gets a big box and then mails himself to her. <gasps> we watched a YouTube video like this. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that was just like a dumb kid. That was just some dumb guy mailing to himself a, to America a without a visa. Trying to get into America without a visa. Yeah, it's not <laughs> quite like that. Um, so he mails himself to her and he gets there and he's so excited to see her, uh, but she has trouble opening the box. <gasps> and then he, I forget what, like a, a screwdriver or something, she plunges it into the box and. No! Yeah. In his eye? I don't know. In his heart? In his head. He's dead. She kills Waldo Jeffers. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Isn't that a beautiful love song? It is, but it's also like, think about it from her point of view. She's like, all right, I'm in college. I got my boyfriend back home. He's going to write me letters. And then she's like, cool, big package. And then she goes to jail for murder. Oh, I don't know. She might get out of it. The Here's my issue as a... You know, she's probably living in a dorm. What is she going to do with this big, giant crate? Yeah. Oh, what's in it? God, this is, I only have 10 feet of room in here. Yeah. My, my, my roommate sleeps right above me, and she eats cabbage every day and farts on me. Oh, like, cabbage I don't, roommates. I don't have room for a 40-pound overstuffed gorilla. Mm-hmm. So... And then it turns out to be her boyfriend, and he's bleeding everywhere. Yeah. It's like, come on, you're getting a little too clingy. But I love and it. And what a I'm... way to find out that your boyfriend is super weak. Yeah. Can't handle one screwdriver to the head. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I think inside the song, she does it multiple times. Like, I think he turns into cheese. We'd have to listen oh to it. Oh, my it's, God. It's like 10 minutes long, and it's not a good end for old Waldy. Oh, my God. What a love song. I know. What a love song. Well, We've spanned just... the genres i just want you to know that i love you that much oh i would which one are you in this story the dead one you're the dead one you're gonna ship yourself to me i would never go to college (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be here in this house so ship yourself here yeah i'll (laughs) ship myself into the other room yourself to the lab (laughs) oh shout out to andrew stewart klein he will never listen to this but if he does ship me to the lab brother (laughs) um all right. How's that? Love Song of the Week. The I like gift, it. The Gift by Velvet Underground and, and Angel by Shaggy. All right. Both throwbacks to our younger <laughs> selves. Uh, one's you're, a little bit easier to dance to, and the other one's a nine-minute odyssey through the depths of travel. I think this really shows who we were as younger people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You listen to Shaggy, and I listen to the Velvet Underground. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I love you. I love you. It's a good Shaggy song. It is. It's actually a genuinely good song. The only qualm I have with it is that he repeats the same verse twice. But that does make it easier for karaoke. Shaggy, you motherfucker. He does that in every song. He just raps once and then raps the same thing again. Well, maybe he's not getting paid enough. Yeah. All right. Let's move to the next segment. It's uh, called Date Pitches. This is where I pitch a date idea to Joan, and Joan pitches a date idea to me, and we see if we like it. Uh-huh. So and uh, if if you're listening to this and you got a good idea for a date, um, send it to me or her so that we could pitch it to each other. I think I don't know. Yeah, is that a good idea? It's a good idea. I'm kind of worried though because I don't want like some weirdo sending me a suggestion that's like you should go kill a deer and then hang it from your uh, your your shoulders while she cuts the paunch out. 
So you don't want any of my high school friends to send date suggestions? I really don't want any of your high school friends <laughs> to even know where we live. <laughs> Very worried about them. Okay, so uh, do you have a? Do you want me to go first? Do you go first? Or um, what? I can go first. All right, sure. Pitch me a date. I I mean set the, the scene. The the scene the is at the, the well. First off, the date today is October eighth, ninth, something in there. So uh, my my pitch is it's October. Let's go pick a pumpkin. Let's go to a pumpkin patch. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Get two nice pumpkins. Throw them at each other? Uh, I was going to say ruin them with knives, like oh. uh, like your little gift girlfriend did to her boyfriend. We're going to stab them until they're uh, jack-o'-lanterns. Okay. It is kind of fitting that that's the way... Uh, you do Halloween as you just stab a pumpkin until it looks like something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. until it looks like a face. Usually you stab faces till they look like pumpkins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, I thought we I could, we could put on some flannel shirts. We could oh. go to a pumpkin patch. Ooh. We could walk around. We need to go on a weekday though. So we don't have like tons of kids running around like on a Saturday or something. So we'll go there. Um, I'm not talking about a hayride. I'm just talking about strolling around, holding hands, finding the pumpkin, the one, or the two of them. And then uh, uh, if you want to, on the way home, we can get little Starbucks pumpkin spice, uh, that that cold brew nitro stuff. Really pumpkining it up. Really pumpkining it up. And then we'll come home and... um, Carve the pumpkins, mm-hmm. and I could roast pumpkin seeds. So, ooh, I really like that idea. Yeah, I miss that, pumpkin seeds. <laughs> that sold him on it. Um, you know, there's a really good story in Doyle lore where my uncles and I think maybe even cousin Herbie. I'm not oh. sure. They uh, went to a pumpkin patch late at night. I'm talking my dad, <laughs> my uncles, my grown men uncles, and they all went to this uh, pumpkin patch. Drunk, I'm guessing they were drunk driving. Of course, uh, the Doyles endorsed drunk driving, and they uh, grabbed all these. They were just stealing pumpkins. They just went there to go steal all these fucking pumpkins from some pumpkin farmer who's just trying to make a living one month of the year. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they're like stealing them. They're like tossing them and throwing them and stuff. And then I think they had to run from the cops. And my dad threw out his uh, igloo cooler. That was full of beer. Uh-huh. <laughs> or I guess you could call it evidence. <laughs> <laughs> he threw it out the window and uh, came back for it the next day, and it was there, and the beer was still cold. Wow. I don't know if that's true, but that'd be <laughs> that's a pretty good little twist there at the end. I like that. I'm skeptical of the beer still being cold. No, it was, it was super cold. It was in w- an igloo. Yes, yes, that's an endorsement for Igloo. Um, fun oh, fact: if we could get Igloo to fucking. Oh yeah, we're us. we're open to sponsors. Yeah. Come on, Igloo. We've we've done a lot of stuff with your coolers. Yep. I think we have one. A lot of drunk driving. With we those. might have a Igloo cooler, so I we would put a, it on the show. I used to have a cooler cooler. <laughs> I don't know where it is though. Um, um, fun fact: I've actually helped uh, bail someone out of jail for stealing a pumpkin. Really. Yeah. Is this someone in your family? Uh, no, unfortunately, it's my my little high school sweetheart, Roy. You know, you've oh, heard about yeah. him. He uh, he got uh, he did a lot of drunk, dumb stuff. But the only time I ever actually got called in the middle of the night, we were not dating at the time. He called me, and it was like three o'clock in the morning, and he goes, "I'm in jail. Can you help?" Man, men only call you at three in the morning for two things: yeah. booty and bail. Yeah, booty and bail. 
and I was able to get a hold of his mother and have his mother pay his bail because he stole oh, a he pumpkin. Not, did he know your number better than his mom's? She didn't wake up. Oh, jeez. And yes, this was the the time when people knew numbers. Yeah. Yeah. He knew my number. Um, stealing a pumpkin. Cool. I've been married to you for a year and a half now. I've been with you for almost three years. I have no fucking clue what your number is. I know it starts with 414. It is 414. If I, have to, if I ever have to call you, I'm just not going to call you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little hack for this. I, um, when I moved to Iowa, I did not get my own high V card. And I've been using yours for most of that time. Uh-huh. So I know your number super well because I say it every time I shop. That is a good hack. And every time I go to Walgreens, I should enter your number because you have one of those reward things. But uh, like I said, I'm stupid. Yeah. Well, the thing is they always ask for rewards, but we don't get rewards on free Medicaid prescriptions. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fucking rewards. All right. Do you want to hear my pitch yeah i like yours i like yours a lot and i'm down to do it it sounds great cool so here's my uh pitch for you uh glass blowing (gasps) glass blowing yeah do you want to go glass blowing i do i think we pay someone in uh i don't know what they would be wearing what's a sarah is that a thing sarang sarong sarong that's not what you should wear glass blowing. A sarong. But that's is, what they'll be yeah. wearing. And flip flops, I'm guessing. Oh, and uh, <laughs> they take a big long tube and they melt some glass. You know, glass used to be sand. Yeah. Yeah. So then you uh, melt some sand, then you melt that uh, glass into a, a big ball of glass, and then you just blow. You blow in it. Yeah. And then it blows into a big bubble, and uh, then we take that home and look at it. That sounds great. Yeah. I think yeah. it costs about $40 each. Uh, well, hmm. I'm not sure. I, I would have to look it up. I assume it costs a good amount of money and they're going to have to deal with me, uh, not saying ass blowing. <laughs> it's going to be real hard for me to go there and not say, so, uh, we call this ass blowing <laughs> over and over and over again. What'd you do this weekend? Uh, I don't know. I blowed some ass, blew some ass, I blowed some ass, <laughs> hey, ass hey, blowed right by that ass. I think um, it's great. I think... Um, we won't have enough money for dinner. Yeah, I think that if we're going to choose one or the other between our ideas, mine might be cheaper, but I added that Starbucks in there, so they're about I think even. your idea is better, and I think it's a good idea that we rate our ideas. Um, I think your idea is better because uh, you only get one chance to do it in October. Yeah, mine is more October You can blow glass in summer. You can blow glass in winter. <gasps> You can blow glass in spring. You can blow glass now. You can yeah. blow glass later. I think let's um, let's blow. go let's go get pumpkins this week, and then someday let's put glass blowing on the back burner. Okay. Let's think about it later uh-huh. um, when we have eighty disposable dollars. Yeah. Okay. So so subscribe to our Patreon. You know, whenever we have eighty disposable dollar dollars. Uh, It'll also be time for us to kill each other because we'll be in our 80s. <laughs> That's a callback. To Dorothy. Shout out Dorothy oh, in Columbus, Dorothy. Ohio. Rest in peace, Dorothy. All right, so let's uh, go pumpkin blowing. <laughs> hey, Joan, I got some questions on Facebook. 
Oh, is this the next segment? Yeah, this is the next segment. Segment. Um, the whole purpose of this whole dang thing was because we wanted to uh, give relationship advice. We've been married for a year and a half. Yeah. And I think we're professionals at it. We're pretty fucking good at it. So we're good. We're doing good. We're going to give out some advice of our first question. This is our very first question, and it's from Anna Yoakum. Yoakum. But her name is Butt. Yeah. Anna her- Butt Yoakum. Um, shout out to Anna Butt Yoakum. Uh, you're doing great in our fantasy football league. You're doing you're doing great. Oh, She's holding her, her own. What's her record? I, d- I don't know her record. Well, but her team name is Players Who Can Hit It. So she drafted <laughs> a lot of hot guys, and she has um, what's his name? The guy who wears the cutoff shirt with the um, on the Broncos. Uh, Philip Lindsay. No, the guy. Yeah, yeah, Philip Lindsay. She has him, so. I don't know. I guess a Denver Bronco, and that, that's what I got. Well, he's, he wears a crop top and has, like, um, poofy hair. He's a character. He's he, really he's short. Whole, he's a whole He's thing. really short Yeah, I think that's, weird. it's either him or probably Royce Freeman. I don't know. No, it's Philip Lindsay. All right, well, So, shout out to Anna for crushing on fantasy football, and let's see what question she has in store for us as our very first our, question. Our very first I question. I hope it's romantic. It is. How important is eating ass when it comes to maintaining a healthy relationship. Oh, cool. Of course. She has butt in her name. Yep. So I tried to set that up for you. Uh, how important is eating ass? Well, it depends on if people want their ass eaten. Yeah. Like, I don't... I, I will say... Uh, eating ass was much more integral to our dating relationship than it is to our married relationship. Yeah, yeah. Like we pretty much got married, and I have not gone uh, to the, your butt. Have I have you? not dined yeah. at the butthole diner. <laughs> the butthole diner. Yeah, I don't think you have since we've been married a while now, huh? Yeah, sorry. What is it? Is it just like married butthole is gross? I just don't have to keep impressing you with my incredible tongue skills. It was impressive. Yeah. I, know. I was you're I mean, like it's not not a lot of people eating this butt. <laughs> <laughs> you're the cool. You're, you're the butt man. Um I'm the butt man. So, so what do we think? Are we gonna get back into ass eating in our married life? Oof. Uh, depends on like if you type up the divorce papers, then I'll <laughs> get back in there and I'll scrub a dub, you know. Yeah, I think though if it if it's if scrub a dub, yeah, it's my know. job. I don't know what the fuck that meant. Um, I think that if it were important to me, if I were really into ass eating, that you would you would do it for me. Absolutely. Right now, I'm still just like I'm confused about how to shave my butthole. Ooh, I don't think you. I, I personally don't think you have to, uh-huh. but I know that's a personal uh, preference. So really, I'll just zone out for the next five minutes while you talk about it. I'm not going to talk for five minutes about shaving my butthole. It's All just right. the razor's too wide. The, I'll zone out for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. Razors are too wide. I used to have this teeny tiny little butthole razor. And I can't I can't find them anymore. Maybe they used you lost to sell it. them at Walmart. Did you lose it in your, <laughs> in your butthole? Butt. No, this is like ages ago. This is Oh no, you've had a, a razor in your butt for ages? <laughs> this ain't good. All right. So eating ass, um I think it's important if it's important, if that makes sense. I, I'm just I just care about coming. So Yeah. That's it. Me too. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next question. 
Um, Timothy Overton asked, why am I unlovable? So that's not really about us. Kind of hate answering questions that's not about us. Oh, um, that, he really wrote that? Yeah, why am I unlovable? Not me, as in James Doyle. Yeah. Him, as in Timothy Overton. I think it's the hair. I think cut the hair. Uh, you'll be a lot more lovable. Um, I just don't trust... And, you know, it's not like a hippie thing anymore. It's more like, a, oh, that guy is a school shooter, probably. It looks like the... Well, I mean, I'm not as opposed to the, the, to the hair. I think that... Um, but it does look unintentional. It looks like he hasn't cut his hair. It doesn't look like he's purposely growing it out. So to me, it looks like he is purposely growing out, and it's to do it in spite of a father figure. Maybe I don't know. Oh, he I has don't other know. questions though that are actually meaningful that we don't, you know, have I, to roast. Well, them I don't. Th- I don't think anyone is unlovable. I think um, the most important thing is to to. Um, put yourself out there and have fun and just try to read the room, try to read social cues and, um, and that will lead to more friendships and more love in life. Self-awareness. Yeah. Self-awareness. Figure out what sucks about you. I can't do it for you. And then, uh, either accept those and put them out there or, you know, change them, I guess. Yeah. He does have better questions about uh, other things. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, what should I do if a breakup means I also lose friends? Oof. I know what my answer is. Okay, go. Just get fucking new friends. <laughs> <laughs> These people suck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, we're adults. We're not in high school anymore. If uh, friends are like, oh, I'm on Stacy's side, then fucking, all right, bye. Bye, John. You're not my buddy anymore. Yeah, I obviously you're just trying to get with Stacy, right? Mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that if um, so, yes, breakups can cause you losing friends or simply losing touch with friends if they don't choose sides. Maybe they're just kind of more on the other side by default. Um, but also, it helped you gain friends. The relationship gains you friends. Oh, so maybe. Though. Well, they might be temporary, or you could forge longer friendships with someone. But it is—it's it, an exciting thing to fall in love or start dating someone and get to make friends with all of their friends. So and it's even more exciting to dump them. <laughs> and get rid so, of them. so I would say don't focus so much on the ones you're losing and think about the ones that are. I'd say Timmy coming boy, at you, know? you in the future. Dump those friends. Get rid of them. If they're sitting there going. Well, I don't know if I could be friends with Tim now that uh, he's not dating blah, blah. Well, then uh, those those people weren't really your friends. Those mm-hmm, people were mm-hmm. pieces of dick. And and also, if your friends are only your friends because of your girlfriend or wife or whatever, um, then they could still get dumped by your girlfriend. You could still lose them as a friend. So it's like you're either friends with them or you're not. It's not just dependent on... Like, because if you stop, James, like, what if you stop talking to someone and I'm like, stay friends with them? Is that okay? If I'm friends with someone and I was like, ugh, and you kept talking to them? Yeah, and I kept being friends with them. I don't see how that affects me. Mm -hmm. So I'm fine with it. It's not my problem. Yeah. So if they were only friends based on your significant other being friends with them, then 
well, they're kind of, um, it's not a bad thing, but they're not really your friends. They're an attachment of your relationship. They're accessories. Accessories. They're earrings that you put on when you're trying to get fucked. <laughs> fucked. These All are right. my fuck me earrings. This next question comes from Charity Coon. Ooh. Charity, Charity, another member of my fantasy football league. Oh, wow. How's she <laughs> doing? A, um, she's doing pretty great, I think. I haven't checked today. Um, but, yeah, I only have 10 people on this league, and two of them are on this podcast. She has two questions, and they both seem pretty interesting. Ooh. Well, she has a bunch of questions, but um, two of them I find interesting. Okay. Is it cool to date a friend of your ex? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's fine. Well, I don't, you know. Well, is it cool? Like, does it make you cool? Charity, you are already super cool. Oh, uh, you know, she might have just been asking in general. I don't think she was actually, like, asking for herself. She asked, like, seven questions. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. If they're all about Good, her, then... good contribution. Thank you for supporting our podcast. I would say, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, it seems like this We're... is something. Oops, sorry. We're supposed to make mistakes, you know? We're human. We have these lacrimal glands so that we could cry. I think you're supposed to go out there and, uh, you know, fuck things up. You're supposed to sow chaos, or else you're living a boring life. I don't know. Uh, go out there and date an ex's friend. Date a boyfriend's friend. Date anyone. You know, it's <laughs> just a good time out there. Have a good time. That's all I'm about. Yeah, and plus, if you're dating your ex's friend then you don't have to worry about, like, making new friends because you're in the same friend circle. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure it works out like that. It, it works out so so well. I mean, like, it, they, look at comedians. I mean, we're all friends with each other. There's never been a problem when one comedian starts dating another comedian. Never has there ever, ever. been a problem. <laughs> look, dating a comedian is bad. That's why you should hurry up and marry one. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, how's that for questions? You want one more, or um, should we move it's, on? It's up to you. I think maybe one more, if there's a little short little tidbit. Okay. Uh, here's one from Steven Taylor. Remember him from Kansas City? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you satisfy a man in bed? Oh, how do you satisfy a man in bed? I think this question was aimed at you, Oh, James? probably. We can both answer. <laughs> uh, I would say, get off that bed, get on the couch, play some Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> Let them play some Madden. Get a couple seasons in. Do a couple drafts. Uh, what you'll want to do if you want a better draft pick in Madden is uh, sign, turn off salary cap. Get rid of that shit. Then sign the most expensive guy and then trade him for the number one pick right away. Uh -huh. So that's how you satisfy man in bed. Okay. I, I know how I would want to satisfy you specifically, oh, James no. Doyle. Here we go. Step one, buy a new bed. Oh, Yes. <laughs> Yes, our bed is garbage. We are still living on the memory foam mattress thingy that I bought on Amazon when I was single. You know, it's amazing. When I was single, I had a nice mattress and a nice bed spring, but I didn't have a frame. Yeah. And now that I'm married, I have a nice frame, but shit for uh, actual mattress. Yes. It's it's like a Amazon brand Casper knockoff. Yeah. And it's, it was fine. It was fine. It was all now right. it sucks. Now it's we soaked need, in dog piss. Yes, Ducky has peed on it. And thrown I've up peed on, on it, it. And shit on it. And Rocky's peed on it. And I've jizzed on it. Yeah. Sorry. 
So step one, how to satisfy a man in bed is buy a new bed. Buy a new bed. Preferably king size. Yeah, then let him sleep for eight hours. Don't go smaller than queen. Um, get a king size bed. Get a good mattress. Get good pillows. Oh, good pillows. Good it's pillows. A, in your 30s, it's a necessity to have a good pillow. You know that my pillow guy? You know why he's so happy? He has a pillow. Because he's rich. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Um, white noise machine or fan. I've oh, never yeah. actually had a white noise machine. I just use a fan. Well, now you're just talking about sleeping. Well, yeah. Then I'm talking about how to satisfy my man in bed. All right. That's what I need is a good white noise machine. And then also, yeah, you can fuck him. Yeah. You can fuck him. You can suck his dick. Or if you don't want to do any of that, make a big-ass dinner, really good dinner, and then uh, he'll yeah. be too tired to fuck. But he will be satisfied. Yep. <laughs> How do you satisfy a woman in bed? Probably just eat her ass, right? I, I think just go down on her for a while and also, like... Um, um, I know how to satisfy you in bed. I think it's hard for some women to come, and I think you just have to be um, flexible, and if she doesn't come, it's not, like, your fault. Oh. But it might be your fault. So, like, just try to do better, but then also <laughs> um, don't worry too much. Like, don't try too hard. Yeah. And uh, just pull out that vibrator at the end. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, it's all good. throw yourself at the vagina, and if you can't make it quiver, then go get the vibrator. Yeah. Let that come in and clean up batting. You know, you want the closer in there. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm a pitching, close up pitching. All right. I, I don't know. I, I w- so that's it. That's how you satisfy yeah. a man in bed, how you satisfy a woman in bed. It's uh, get a new bed, get off the bed, play some video games, have some dinner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just get the fuck out of that bed. Oh, also get curtains. You need oh, yeah, curtains sure. hung up. Yeah, you don't want Kyle, uh, your neighbor, looking at your butt. Yeah, even if you're like an exhibitionist, you, it, you're going to be more calm if you know you're not on display. Right, 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 right. Okay. Cool. Let's move on to the... The final segment? Second to the final Oh, segment. okay. Sorry, sorry. This one is called Don't Go to Bed Angry. Don't go to bed angry. Never go to bed angry. Never go to bed angry. This one is called Never Go to Bed Angry. And this is a, a segment where Joan and I actually hash out one of our issues with each other uh, live on a podcast, and we find resolution, hopefully. Okay. Or else we just fucking get a divorce and move on <laughs> with our lives. Every podcast might end in divorce. <laughs> and we lose our friends. So what's, uh, oh. what is the issue you bring to the table? My okay. Wife, my beautiful Oh, wife. I'm so glad you set it up that way, because the issue that I bring to the table is the table. Oh. Our living room table, our coffee table, it's a good table. But the legs are a wobblin', and it's uh, it's been pissing me off a little bit. It's been frustrating. I know you like to move the table out and lay on the floor and move the table back, mm-hmm. and I believe that is what's causing the legs to become so wobble, wibbly wobbly. Now, okay. I I'm not innocent in this. I move the table too, but it seems like more often you are the one who spills coffee because the table is wobbling around. And um, I would like to see that table. Or sorry, I, I guess that's that's the issue. That is the fight. So I uh, moved this table around. This table w- with wobbly legs. Uh, I know the table you speak of. It's the only table we have. 
It's uh, <laughs> I like to push it out. I sit on the couch. I like to push it out and then lay on my stomach on the floor and look at my phone. I understand her concern here. The legs are a little bit wobbly. And I know, I know this is like a three-second fix. Yeah. So this is a thing that probably as soon as we get done with this, I will head upstairs, flip that baby over, get a screwdriver, either Phillips or Flathead. Phillips. I, I already tried with a it's handheld, a with a regular screwdriver. Yeah, and I remember you doing this, and I said, we got to flip it over because you can't get at it from the way you were. And uh, we'll just we'll get that baby taken care of. But it will get wobbly again. Uh, yeah. But we just do it, you know, we, this is how we go insane. It's just by doing the same things over and over. Yeah. Over I mean, it's not it's not a sturdy Amish table. It's going to get wobbly again. No. It's but um, you know, I I I it just ugh, it bothers me. Okay. It bothers me. Was that was it that easy? Is this just my well, honeydew that segment? A, that's a pretty easy one. It's a pretty easy uh, problem. Okay. The resolution there is that I need to fix the table. Wow, but I came at you strong. Like, you're the one who makes legs wobbly. Yeah, you'll get better at this. Okay. What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> Come up with bigger issues. To oh, fight. okay, okay. Let's hear your issue. All right. My issue uh, is... Okay, so get this, everyone. The other day, we have people staying at our house, and Joan's like... I can make dinner for every or for our guest, and I say, "Cool, that'd be cool." She goes, "Yeah, what steaks?" And I'm like, "No, no steaks. That's too expensive. We don't need to go that fancy. It's a nice, chill like Sunday night. Let's just have yeah. spaghetti, pasta, something like that." She goes, "Okay," and then uh, we, we take our guest home, and she's hungry right now. And dinner would be like three hours from there. Yeah. So we stop at Adong. Shout out to Adong. That's a dong a restaurant here in Des Moines, and also a funny thing to say. <laughs> they also have a lot of dong-shaped foods. Sure. Which it's worth noting that when we discussed going to a dong, it was just to get food to tide us over. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so our guest goes in, and right before she goes in, she asks Joan if she wants anything, and Joan says yes, and gets something. And I'm thinking, well, it's going to be three hours till dinner. I am a little bit hungry. I've never had an Impossible Whopper. Uh, let's stop at BK on the way home. I want to get an Impossible Whopper. And that's it. And then uh, on the way through the drive-thru, uh, we decided to get fries and a drink. <laughs> and it turned into a meal. And after I got that meal, even though Joan had her food in the background, she, uh, don't, you okay. cannot defend yourself. Dad. Okay. Um, even though she had her food, she looks at me and goes, well, I guess cooking is unnecessary now. And then that, you know, I'm not a skinny guy. I don't want to be blamed for what I thought was going to be a fun meal. And also, uh, the thing is that she just didn't want to cook the whole time. She didn't want to really do this. And I, I got I to gotta let you know, Joan, you have to tell us when you don't want to do something. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. All, I mean, if, if I'm thinking that you want to cook, I'm going to act like you want to cook. If you don't want to cook... Then I will f- live. I think sometimes I can miss a couple meals. Okay, so now I defend myself. For the record, the food that I got at Adong were um, I got spring rolls, the fresh spring rolls. They're a tasty little appetizer. 
So it was like ordering a side salad. BTW, the spring roll she got was about three feet long, <laughs> filled to the brim with shrimp that were still alive. A dong. And also, by the way, a Whopper to me is a spring roll to Joan. So <laughs> That is fair. Yeah. Um, I definitely chose the wrong time to say that. Um, to say that th- that cooking is unnecessary now, and um, I should I should be more communicative. I should talk about what I want to do. Well, I sure would appreciate it. Yeah, you know, I think sometimes I don't know if I want to cook or not. Sometimes I don't know. That's okay too. It's okay. Mm. But you can't blame me if you don't want to cook, because yes. I I like. You know how you have that problem thinking all the time? You hate thinking? I hate thinking. So what I do is, like, I get an answer, and then I stop thinking about it. So you told me you wanted to cook, and I'm like, good. Now I can think about Madden. <laughs> <laughs> I can think about other things. And uh, you and your brain are still toiling over it. Yes. Like, how do I get out of this? And really, all you got to do is say, I don't want to fucking cook. And I'll be like, Cool. I don't want you to cook. I don't want you to do something you don't want to do. That's the that's the issue, Joan. Yeah. I need to just be I don't know. Aggressive. Be be, be aggressive. aggressive. Wait, oh, it's what'd you be, say? Be be aggressive. No, I think it's B E. They spell the word B? Oh boy. I think so. I think it's B aggressive. B E aggressive. B aggressive. B B aggressive. That yeah. both make sense though. Huh. Well, if you're listening uh, this far in, can you go ahead and chime in and let us know? Yeah, if it's send B- us a e aggressive or be b aggressive. Send us a, a a tweet. I don't know what are we. We need to. We haven't set up this stuff yet. Yeah. Um, but By we the also, way, bb aggressive is bb King's brother. <laughs> uh, it probably is be aggressive. I think um, so. So yeah, let us know in the comments um, wherever this ends up. I, I think we don't have the, the socials set up yet because we don't even have the name right. decided. So what should we do about that? Uh, we'll figure that all out. We'll okay. figure it out hopefully soon. We'll just use our brains to think about this. Uh-huh. Um, and let's do our last segment of the week. Okay. This is uh, New Nicknames. Oh. So my nickname for Joan for the longest time has been Spagosa. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I just said it one night, and it stuck Yeah, to my little Spagosa head. Uh-huh. So I need a new one. Like spaghetti on the wall. It's stuck in your head. How about um, green jeans? Green jeans? Yeah. Do you like it? Do I have any green jeans? No. And I've never even seen you wear green jeans. I don't think they even make green jeans in I'm my just, size. I'm just thinking that if you uh, could, you would wear green jeans. Totally. Yeah. I had some green corduroys in high school. I know. They were so I mean, cool. I never saw them. Everybody could know when I'm coming down the hall with my cool Led Zeppelin shirt and my pants. I went, whoop, 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 You know, whoop, 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 whoop. I, I dated a girl in high school who wore corduroy pants and, like, cool band T-shirts. Oh, wow. you dated me. Pretty much. I mean, if I look <laughs> back at it, it, she was you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick a new nickname for you from the, from the show. I'm going to go with BB. Oh, BB. BB aggressive. BB. I am BB aggressive. Yes. All right. Okay. So this has been our. Uh, here. 
let's say like this has been, and then we'll be quiet. And then uh, when we figure out the name, we'll <laughs> put it in later. All right. And so, if that uh, doesn't work out, then you've just heard our thought process. So, uh, all right. And this, right. Is, uh, this is Joan LaRosa Doyle. And this is James Doyle. And this has been... This has been... Oh, no. <laughs> let's, do it, let's do it together, all right? Okay. Uh, she, she's been... Jan- <laughs> <laughs> she's, been <laughs> she's been Joan LaRosa Doyle. And this is James BB Aggressive Doyle. <laughs> and this has been... No, you guys say oh, this Oh, I messed the- it up again. Oh, boy. Oh, right, boy. Let's try one more time. Okay. Uh, this is Joan LaRosa Doyle. And he is James BB Aggressive Doyle. Okay, wait. No, I like the way you did that. Hold on. So let me start again. Uh, she is Joan LaRosa Doyle. And he is James BB Aggressive Doyle. And this, this has, has been... Love the Doyles. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. I love you. That's pretty good. I love you, too. Okay. All right. See you next week. Have fun editing. Ooh, bye. <laughs>